You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias and also of COVID-19. Edward, you're a little bit sick. I'm a little bit sick, mate. Um, COVID finally caught up with me. Uh, I dared to dream, Tom, that mm. I could live up to my father's um, great standing and his incredible work from a tank water perspective. I've fallen at the last hurdle, I think. Like I gave it my all, but I'm I'm not up to it. Now, do we... Have you told your dad? Have you have you been honest with him and told him that you got COVID and that you know obviously the the Simpson tank water gene is weakening? Well, he just he he just wants the best for his boy, but I think that deep mm. down he'd be disappointed, Tom. I don't think there's any hiding from that fact. I think deep yep. down at the bottom of his soul, he would be disappointed in his boy um, that the genes weren't passed on. It is what it is. Yep. It is Something what it is. With. I've got to live with it. I've just got to fucking go out there and keep trucking nut um, and try and be better every day because, you know, I've failed on this occasion. Yeah, you have failed. The concern, I guess, for me would be, and obviously inserting myself here, I hope you're well. I spent a fair bit of time with you over the last few days, buddy. Now, I've had it, so I'm assuming or I'm hoping that the antibodies are getting into their work and, you know, just bang, bang, get the fuck away from me, COVID. Shucking off COVID. Look, but I, I hear, guess we don't know. We don't know, Tom. You and I did spend a little bit of time together. Well, not a little bit, a lot, really. Um, there's another variant supposedly floating around. I don't know what that means for you, old friend. I don't know if that means that you are in a bit of fucking hot curry or not. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. What I do know is that I'm fucking certain I got it at the DY Hotel on Thursday night. It was a great evening. It was a great evening. Wonderful evening. Shout out to the punter and shout out to the dribbler. Know this. Know that one of you gave it to me. I don't know if that makes you feel good or bad or proud or sad. I don't know. But one of you fuckers gave it to me. There was a lot of loving and kissing and hugging and shit, so I'm not shocked by it. Not one iota. A lot of drink sharing, a lot of vape sharing, like, you know. It happens. It is what I it is. I steered clear of the vape sharing. I steered clear of the vape sharing. I've stayed strong on my anti-vape stance for the last couple of months. But I guess that there is something poetic about being given COVID by a dribbler. <laughs> I would I would rather a dribbler give it to me than anyone else. Um, obviously, I see myself as their father. So it's yeah. nice to get it off your children, Tom, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? We're just a couple of we're just a couple of dads. We're just a couple of dads just trying to fucking do our best. On Thursday night, great turnout. Thanks all for coming. Um, I don't know if we've Huge talked turnout. about. Have we talked about? No, we wouldn't have. No, we wouldn't have. Huge turnout. Uh, for the Dirty Merger Pod, it was great fun. It, it was, was. a lot of margaritas going around as well. It was good to see. Um, what about that? Someone even someone didn't you? Didn't someone say to you, "I'm glad that I'm glad you to see you pounding margaritas." Thought it was a fucking ruse. It was like, bruh, nah. what you see is what you get here. If we say we pound margs, it's because we pound margs. There's no ruse, mate. There's no point me talking about it all fucking day every day if it's not the truth. I love margaritas. Um, once the bar staff figured out what I wanted, Tom, like they didn't know how to make a Tommy's margarita, that's fine. I go, you can just make a normal margarita. Don't put them in those glasses because it slops out the top. 
Like I'm it's not too hard to get around. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting down for a nice dinner with my missus. I'm I'm ripping and tearing right now, and that glass has no fucking business if there's ripping and tearing to be done. I want a, a tumbler, and I want it full of ice, baby. That's what I want. So once they got that, Tom, the night flowed. The night flowed really well. Well, shout out to the DY uh, Hotel. It was a lovely establishment and a great time. Um, 13-plus jumpers flew out the door. Oh, they flew. Flew out the door. A lot of people asking, um, are we selling them online? We will. We yeah. will. Um, now, the plan, obviously, was to probably have them up online this week. That may still be the case. Eddie's our online guy. Does he, you know, manage to get it done while he's dripping in COVID? We're not sure, and we're not prepared to push him on it. We're just, we just want to. It's a, it's a wait and see situation, I think, at this point. Yeah, well, I think, I think that if I wake up tomorrow a bit more ginger, I reckon I'll do it tomorrow. Wait, ginger is in worse. As in, well, I don't know. Does ginger mean worse or better? What does that I mean? Think, I think ginger's like if you're if you're oh, I'm a bit ginger today. Oh, right. Bit, right. Yeah. Well, so if I wake up less ginger tomorrow, yep. I'll do it tomorrow. Because it's not going to be too hard for me, Tom. No, I think you'd be able to do it, mate. Not when, not when, you, not when you're gifted, mate. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. You're, an, you're a talent. Um, <laughs> you're an absolute talent. So we had Thursday. Did we do anything Friday? What did we do Friday? Well, we were, we were viciously hungover on Friday. Um, we had some things oh, like we saw each other, but there was nothing work. Left. Did we? Saturday was fun though. I don't think we saw yeah, each we other the, on Friday. I guess we did. We definitely, we definitely <laughs> saw each other on Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a couple of years. I was like on an hour late to a meeting. That's right. That's right. But you know, <laughs> I got lost. It was mildly entertaining, at least. Um, Tom well, got lost. I got lost twice, and then I got lost trying to find like the, the next place, which was like two meters away from the first place anyway anyway we digress um saturday rolls around and you know part of i guess being at the top of the heap eddie is you get to do some fun things every once in a while shout out to ko friends of the show official sponsor of the rugby league whenever we do it on the show we do do it for ko we'll get to some rugby league later but we did get to go to the footy they took us out roosters v knights I mean, this basically is the let's let's maybe we just get into the NRL. What do you think? Yeah, I think we may as well. Like, I just wanted to touch on um, on the box. It was it was yeah. good to be wined and dined, Tom. It was good to be wined yeah. and dined. Um, mm. Shout out to the impeccable service in box twenty six off the top of the dome. Um, the food was pretty fucking tidy. Was that chicken we had, Tom? I, I opted against it because I'd actually eaten, as you know, I'm an intermittent faster by trade. And so I'd eaten not too long before. Right. Stupidly, because I would have liked to have partaken in all of the accoutrements that uh, being wined and dined would afford me. Now, did it stop me eating? No, it didn't. Still smashed a couple of pies. Still had a couple of those like, they weren't spring rolls, but they were like little- They're rice paper wrap. rolls. Rice paper rice rolls. Rice paper rolls. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. And there was a beautiful satay sauce off the top of the dome that we were enjoying with that. Now, the chicken, there was couscous salad. There was there was pumpkin. There was there was potatoes. There was things. There was things running yeah. around. Um, obviously, the sausage rolls and the party pies came out. It's good to know that even at the SCG, where- Probably historically, you could say a little bit more highbrow than, let's say, a Brookvale Oval, Tom, for example. 
good to see that they still know what people want, and that's fucking party pies and sausage rolls. Party pies and sausage rolls undefeated, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so thank you very much to KO, Tim, and the boys for having us. It was great. We also had the ponies on when we were in there. To be honest, the ponies actually got potentially, you could argue, a lot of viewing compared to the rugby league that was happening out on the field with one of the great upsets. I've always said that, though, when you go to the footy, like, in that sort of setting, not that I do it all the time, but, like, you don't watch that much footy. You're shooting no, the in shit. The wine, when you're getting wine and dine. No, nah, you're shooting the dine. shit. You're drinking piss. You're, you're punting on ponies. It mm. was good fun. I've realised, Tom, and I, I know that you fall into this camp, that I think I'm in one of the great fucking troughs from a betting perspective that I may have ever been in. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last winner I picked in any sport, racing included. I just no. I just, feel. I feel no, like it's look, been you know what, months. Dude, you have you have bad runs in this game. As long as you're doing it sustainably, like we do on about even, go check it out on YouTube or on podcast. As long as you're doing it sustainably, Eddie, which you and I subscribe to the sustainable betting model, we do. Then you know you're okay. But I agree with you that you and I currently in mariana trench territory in terms of trough we like we didn't pick a pony on the weekend either no not a single i haven't had a single bet for two weeks <laughs> so not a single thing no i got close as well it was like when kawaja got out on 97 in the first test and then billy horschel came second instead of first in the golf and it was basically like a swing of like 100 units um I think that maybe the writing was on the wall for me, at least in the in terms of the energy that surrounds me in a betting context. Your cards were marked. Cards are marked. Cards if are I were doing tarot card reading of like my punting, it'd be like <coughs> probably death. Yeah. Well, you don't want that. Um, no. Just to round out the evening with Kay, we nipped over to the Light Brigade, or was it the Imperial? Maybe it was the Imperial. Imperial. Good bit of fun. Ran into some dribblers there. Always good to see dribblers in the wild. Um, Dior Dave uh, of our little intern fame alerted us to the fact that there was a dribble by one of, I think one of the dribblers we met there asking if we have his wallet. Uh, No, we don't. Don't have it. Don't have your wallet. Don't have your wallet. Um, Not in the business of taking other people's wallets. I don't know what the fuck I'll do with it. No, certainly not in the business of taking other people's wallets. I'm sorry you've lost it, though. That's unfortunate. I'd be contacting the Imperial directly. Yep. That's probably your, your best bet at this stage. And if you're going to be able to find it, locate it, whatever it is that you ultimately want to do. Imperial first. I understand maybe you're just ticking all bases. Look, and he, he might have been working down the list and he's thrown out the Hail Mary. Oh, I'm, I'm here to disappoint you, brah. We don't have it. So we don't have it. It is what it is it. for you. It is what it um, is for you. But we um, we got into our work on Saturday night, Tom. Well, you and I went and met up with some friends afterwards. We had a lovely mm-hmm. evening. Um, it was a great night. How were you the next day, though, brah? Well, so Steph, Steph went to her brother's place for the evening, spent the night there. They live in Camden, so took the babies, went down there, which meant daddy, being me, yeah. had a bit of, uh, you know, Basically, I was I was like a wild Brumby. You know what I mean? No saddle on, just fucking running through an open field, my hair blowing in the breeze, just doing whatever the fuck I wanted. 
just running down. Imagine the- a wild Brumby. Imagine like the opening scenes to like Black Beauty. Shout out to Black Beauty, one of the great horse shows all time. That was me. Are you so, like the Brumbies that the man from, from Snowy River was trying to wrangle? Potentially. Potentially. All I will say is this. No one was breaking me in <laughs> on Saturday night. No. I was staying wild. You could argue that the night itself broke me in though on the Sunday because so Steph was like, don't worry, I'll be back like at 11. So like you can have a sleep in. There's a few chores I had to do around the house before she gets back. Like, you know, like washing, what? vacuuming, mopping, things just to like keep the house fresh. I don't have a shitload of like, do, of, of like tasks. But do you have to vacuum the whole house? Uh, yeah, but it's it's actually way easier than you think. You've got we've got a Dyson in the uh, soon to be new studio as well. A Dyson makes life easy. You don't have to worry about plugging it in and doing all this shit. You just go. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's actually pretty straightforward. But anyway, she said she's gonna be back at eleven. So I was like, I can sleep in good and proper. I set my alarm for ten, and I was like, I'm gonna be able to get up, do everything I need to do, and then she'll be back. You know, we're ripping, we're tearing. I get a phone call at fucking 9 a.m. She's like, oh, we'll just, just drop mum. We'll be home in like 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. I've done nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. Yeah, but she's and I'm not but she's here. but she's told you a porky pie. Yeah, she's lied to me. Yeah. She's lied to me. She's, she's just straight up lied to me. This is a lie. And, you know, I'm sure that that's like a crime in the eyes of the Lord from like a marital, marital perspective. Like, mm. that's a sin, I think. Yeah. Well, you could probably get divorced off the back of that. Not that you uh, well, want to. I not mean, that you want to. Not that I want to, but it's good to know where I sit legally. I just think that if you went down to the divorce court, don't know if that's a thing, but if it is, let's assume it is. I let's think that you that. go, listen, mate. I had a fucking massive night, but I only did so under the under the provisor, the guys. under the guise that I was given till eleven a.m. minimum. That's what I was mm. told. That inferred yeah. my decisions the night before. Um, mm-hmm. Would I have gone to bed at three thirty, four o'clock, if? I didn't think I had no, a sleep no, in. No. no way. Yeah. No. No way. You go home after the Imperial, you take yourself in at 9, 30, 10, 10 p.m. I just, I think yeah. that you could argue that in the divorce court, Tom, just so you know. Yeah. I th- well, that's good to know. And, and again, look, maybe it's something to, for lawyer to the stars, is he care to uh, just start looking at, again, don't want to get divorced, but it's just good to know where you sit legally on matters such as this. I was lied to. Do I where do I get do I get anything? Well, well, that remains to be seen. Daddy wasn't in a good way, but I tried to channel just sort of I, I, like almost just meditate my way out of it. And now, did I actually meditate? No, but was I like trying to think like I know you feel crap, but just don't. Just try and like not, and just try and rise to the occasion. That didn't work, shockingly. That didn't work at all. It made no difference. I um, I basically shocking. had heaps of... Sh- I know, right? I'm frantically get out of bed trying to clean everything. I'm trying to... Like, I'm hot, jamming my cupboards full of my clothes and shit. I'm just like, this house looks fucking disgraceful. You put red wine on the couch seat, you idiot. Did I? Um, which... You know, we're still trying to wash out and we're washing everything because it's the house is moldy. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, well, look, there might be some red wine on the couch seat. I apologize. I only just noticed it. Eddie's fault. But if you want some help, Eddie's always told me that when in doubt, just keep washing it. So, yeah, just keep washing it, mate. I apologize for that. Um, I didn't realize. <laughs> you tried washing it again. Yeah, yeah. No, you tried you washing realize. it again. 
Listen, just just um, get some stain remover, fucking pound that onto that, and then just get into that long, hot wash, bruh. And if it doesn't work, repeat. Repeat the process. It'll come out, trust yeah. me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I said, listen, <laughs> just keep washing it along with everything else that you're washing because it's all moldy. Like, if you just, just do that, and then I think we should be fine. She didn't take too kindly to that she was like i have a lot of washing to do and i was like well that's that's a fair point that you raised there stephanie and i can only apologize for eddie yeah but i'm not even sure if he apologizes well i do apologize now that i'm aware i'm i'm more coming from a solutions based approach so i know that it's annoying steph that you have to continually wash and i'm not denying for a second that you don't have a big pile to work through i'm not arguing that I'm merely providing you a solution to a problem I caused. <laughs> and take it or leave it. <laughs> and take now that I've got COVID, it. I can't come over and fix the problem myself. So all I can do <laughs> no. is just provide options for you. Provide, provide advice from afar <laughs> that you either take or you don't. And you know what? You live with the consequences. Yeah, that's it. And I did live with the consequences yesterday. We then rolled into... Um, a, a, a first birthday party into the afternoon, which the birthday party itself was beautiful, lovely. It was a really nice sort of setting, a ball pit for the kids, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, lolly bags, chow. It was great. But, but being someone who was completely fucking ruined mm. and lied to basically, someone who's still dealing with the trauma of lies, mm. I was struggling somewhat to maintain the sort of, I think I did well, but I was struggling. Like I was sweating and like fucking, you know, trying to talk to people. And I was like, oh, this is, I'm in the hurt locker. What time did this start, Tom? It started about 2.30. 2.30, I think we got there. Can I ask you this, Tom? Mm-hmm. Sunny's on all afternoon? Correct. Did they have fairy bread there? They, uh, they did not have fairy bread, at least not that I saw. Okay. Not ideal then. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just looking for – I'm just a guy looking for a silver lining for an old friend. I think yeah. that if you get there and there's fairy bread kicking about, maybe it puts you in a different mindset. You can approach the afternoon with a bit of vigor. But yeah, the, the fact that there was The problem wasn't- was that I, I – um, and you would – the P's and D's would know if they've been on the Instagrams. I – my breakfast was a Plumerode schnitty burger with uh, a large chips and gravy. So that. So by the time I got to the the party itself, I'd, I wasn't too long after eating that humongous meal. I couldn't even indulge if there was fairy bread. I had to go like buy a coffee from a place while I was down there just so I could use their facilities. <laughs> I was in such a bad state. The, the whole day was just a little bit, you know... I kind of just felt like I was wandering through like life, not really knowing where I was going, what I was doing. How do you but approach? Did, how do you approach that as a parent? Do you are you do you fess up and go, listen, I'm fucking hung over here, or is that like uncouth? Uh, as in at the birthday? Yeah. Look, there are people. There were people there that I knew well enough to be to be open and honest about where I was at, and then with everyone else, it was just. <laughs> Smiles. Again, it was a nice time. I didn't have a bad time there. 
It was lovely. Evie frothed it, got her face painted again. She couldn't have been more pro Mickey and Minnie Mouse being there mm. um, in big suits and shit. Love but that. I can't deny that I was, you know, I was like a bad moment from like collapsing. You know what I mean? If something <laughs> happened, if something that, you know, because it all went pretty smoothly considering, but I was like an unsmooth moment away from like probably crying. Yeah. Which wouldn't have looked good. No, it wouldn't have. You crying in the corner. You could have, I think, you know, if if the tears did start to fall, just go, listen, you know, seeing Evie so pumped with Mickey and Minnie's just really, it's just hit me it's between the me. eyes, you know. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to break down. I think, I think you can probably that. sell that at the market's time as opposed to I'm really scared, so. Well, I, yeah, no, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be trying to sell that at the market, that's for sure. I don't think I'd have any buyers. <laughs> I don't think you'd have any buyers. I don't think you'd Why are you crying? Buyers. Just a big night, that's all. <laughs> because I'm a piece of shit. No, you don't, you don't try and sell that one, Eddie. No, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. Um, and that, you know, and here we are, mate. And, and then here we are. We're here. You got COVID. I don't. Yeah. I had a bit of a cough yesterday on the couch. I was like, ooh, that coughs. This is a coughs cough, right? It was a, mm. it was a cough that coughs are proud of. Um, yeah, I hear A cough that like, you know, if you were to send a cough into outer space or if aliens had come down, like what's a cough sound like? Then mm. They'd play a recording of your cough. Yeah, it was a coughs cough, um, which was starting to like – tweak in my brain i'm like Phew. don't usually get cough coughs like maybe a vape cough maybe a big night cough maybe a like Ugh. heaving up the phlegm cough but a cough mm. cough different and did i want to admit what was happening to me no i didn't so i just parked at the back of the brain but then when i was going to bed i wasn't falling asleep like i know i should tom which started to that started to like fuel my anxiety around what was happening to me. And then when I wake right. up in the middle of the night with a bit of a cold sweat, I'm like, oof, we're on here. We are on here. And then I just lay when in I was, uh When I was uh, preparing to go to the potty as per usual and then see your message come through, I'm like, okay, that mm. tank water ain't what it was cracked up to be. No, it wasn't. And then I laid in bed in the fetal position until about 9.30, delaying the inevitable, went and did a rat bang, two lines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> two lines, bro. What do you do, bro? What do you do? He's got a fucking truck nut. Get on, rip Rest. and tear with your old mate. Like Drink you know, water. Better than goggle. I've got my two hours of work here. I can I can get through two hours. I think you can. I got my Shane Keith on, which are making me yeah. feel. They're making me feel something. Yeah, they're really good. You they know, look good. They're helping. They're not not helping. Put it that way. Mm. They're um, not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing. They're doing punters and dribblers. We are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? 
No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night. There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Well, yep. Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, bastard. I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't, didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went there. on my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. Tobler told me I, I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered. That you didn't do a there. unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes, Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Neds. Fuck you, Tobler. Now you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the pun and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Some. Huge first round of rugby league football, Eddie. When we do rugby league, as you know, it is for our good friends at KO, the home of rugby league, live and ad-free during play. If you're not watching your rugby league on KO, you're a dead set fuckwit. <laughs> you don't get it, mate. You don't get no, rugby No, you don't league. get it. You don't get rugby league if you're not watching on KO. It's as simple as that. You get every game. Still probably have like dial-up internet, Nokia 3310s. Yeah. You yeah. Know. 
You oh. probably still use a pager. You know what I mean? Can you just yeah. fax me through something? Nah, no, no, mate. Shut stamps. up. Yeah, yeah. You're not impressing anyone with your like 1976 20 cent coin that's like worth 30 bucks. You know cool, dude. You collect a coin from fucking 20 years ago. Like maybe if you were showing me a coin from Egypt or some shit, I'd be interested. Yep. But the coin's from the 20s, dude. No mm. one gives it. No one cares. I don't care, bro. If it's the first coin ever made, yep, you got my attention. But it's not. It's a run-of-the-mill coin, and the coin's on it, and I'm not impressed. So no. that guy doesn't watch KO because uh, that guy's a loser. But the rest of you that have a bit about you, KO's the place to do it. Rugby League's the best mm. on KO. Simple as that. Tom, let's get it out of the way. Thursday night didn't let's go out there. Roosters. Roosters in trouble. Let's go. Roosters in trouble. South's in trouble. I'm hearing they want to kick South out of the comp. Oh, that's what I'm hearing. Now, people go, what are you fucking talking about, you two dead shits? We're not... It's not our opinion. It's... I don't want South to be kicked out of the comp. Neither do I. It's just the whisper I'm hearing. I'm just hearing that after you lose to the Broncos, that there is a real chance that you're... that Like, well, that they're talking about it. They're going like... We've done it once. We may as well... Maybe we have to do it again. There's a lot of teams in Sydney... Yeah, like if we're going to get rid of one of them, may as well be the team that lost to the Broncos and Adam Reynolds wasn't even playing. Like, yeah, that's what I think you start to say to yourself. Like, who's the coach there now? Who knows? Who cares? Like, they've sort of lost their identity a little bit. And if you're looking for a team to move, not that like we have to, but if you're going to get rid of someone, it'd be South. That's what we're hearing. I think so. That's what we're hearing. Listen, if you lose to the Broncos, that is, that's a yardstick that. Unfortunately, if you lose to the Broncos round one, after being in the grand final the year before, there's a ch- there's a really good chance that we're going to have to send you, you know, maybe just put you back to like the New South Wales Cup, like the Bears. So you just become a feeder team for someone. Maybe you're a feeder team for the Roosters. I don't know. But the Roosters themselves, obviously also, and you know, their season's over, which is before it even really began, right? But like you lose to the Knights of Adam O'Brien fame. Yeah. Mate. You know? It's 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 crazy because I looked at that Roosters side and I thought, holy shit, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a real threat this year. They get mm. pumped by the Knights and they looked I'm not being hyperbolic here either. They looked like pure shit. It was disgraceful. It was Knights thirteen plus. It was they ridiculous. looked they looked fucking awful. So bad in fact that you say to yourself, that team's no chance. They can't win no, the comp. And you know what? Ponga didn't even play well. Mate, look, I know there's money to be made in playing eight games a week, but you could uh, you could argue that you, the Souths and Roosters need to be in the 2022 comp. Could you, know, you merge them? You could merge them. Is it, is it a waste of time? Do you just remove them and play seven games? I don't know. I don't know if, if that's necessary or not. All I'm saying look, is... I think they'd probably have to see out the season, right, just contractually with TV rights and things like that. But mm. maybe if you were to merge them, then Dolphins come in next year, you still actually have the same amount of teams. So merge, merge South and Roosters. Yeah. You're just merging mediocrity. South Sydney Roosters. South Sydney Roosters. Perfect. Because that's still the Sydney Roosters. You're just putting a South at the front of it. You're just putting South at the front of it. I don't mind that. And they can be green, red, blue, white, whatever else you want to be. Yeah, It'll and then it's really just good. it's just a bunny rabbit with a, with a chook's head. A four-legged rabbit. 
a four-legged rabbit. Oh, sorry, a four-legged, a four-legged chicken. Yeah. yeah, or a rabbit with wings. You know what I mean? Or a rabbit know. with wings. Whatever. I mean, semantics, really. All I'm saying is. is what we saw on the weekend makes me think that these teams should be merged now. But but but, but truthfully, though, like all of that aside, we did hear they are talking about kicking the rabbitos out. Like we are being sort of facetious in terms of merging them. Like maybe they are going to be merged, and maybe that's a genuine option. Um, but we are hearing, for some reason, rumours South are going to get kicked out of the competition. Well, Tom and I hear rumours. We hear whispers. We always have. We have birdies everywhere. We have friends in very high places. I don't think I'm breaking new ground telling people that. Um, we're here when they, they're, they're going to get kicked out. I don't know if it's going to be permanently or if it's just like a bit of a kick up the ass. I don't know what it is, but, you know, again, you're that shit at footy, then look out. Look out. This is sort of what happens. And then there's a lot um, of people out there, Tom, that are like, what are you fucking dickheads talking about? You got pump round one, mate. I don't even really remember that game, to be I, honest. I don't remember it. I was too busy enjoying the company of friends in the punter and the dribbler. Engaging with the punter and the dribbler. That's right. All Give I know is back. all I know is that we lost to the defending champions, as in the team that won the comp four months ago, mm. in their home yeah. ground, at their home ground in Penrith. That's what I know. And the, in the first round of the season, which historically, Eddie, we don't care about. Manly doesn't care about. That's what I'm saying. Manly don't care about fucking the first four rounds, usually. Because you know why, Tom? If you're winning early, you're not winning late. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Now, the Roosters lost to the Knights, so they're automatically out. And Souths lost to the Broncos, so they're automatically out. We lost to the defending champions at Penrith Stadium. So, you know, you you stand up, you dust yourself off, and you go again next week, and we will, yeah. and it'll be Manly 13-plus once more. We also had some serious injuries in uh, Josh Schuster out, Dylan Walker. You know, like those two those two losses to the side cannot be understated or overstated. I don't know what the term is there correctly. I think it's overstated. I don't think I, it should be understated, nor do I think it should be overstated. I don't think it should be yeah. uh, unstated or <laughs> Potentially, no, I think it needs to be stated. It needs to be stated. I'd rather be stated than not stated, Tom. I agree. Does it? Does that make sense? It makes something. It's something. There's some sense to it. That's for sure. Um, there were some injuries you know, over the weekend. A lot of you see it, but you see a lot of people who fucking they just want to come out and get you after one loss. You're like, you losers, come on. Yeah. You absolute losers. It's round one, and again. If you lose to the Knights or the Broncos in a round one, then that's 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 season over territory. You lose to the defending premiers, that's the defending fucking premiers. Yeah. And Josh Schuster wasn't playing. And Schuster wasn't playing, and neither was Dylan Walker. So, so uh, look, obviously some people don't get rugby league. Tom, we know that. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You move on. You move on. I've moved on. You've moved on. We've moved on. We've moved on. Manly we'll, uh, we're playing the Roosters this week, and I mean, fuck, their season's over. So who who knows how they're going to come out? They got nothing to lose, nothing to gain. I think I see is pumping them. I think mainly wins thirteen plus, bro. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah, that's what I know to be true. Um, so you know, congratulations to Penrith on their win. I mean, you were too hey. good. You were too good on the night. That's fine. That's fine. Credit where credit's due. Like, you enjoy your round one win, win bro. Like, that's fine. Yeah. You know, good on you. Good for you guys. Sweet. Hilarious. Humble in victory and defeat. Whatever. We also know that Penrith without Cleary does better than with Cleary. 
Thanks to Ray Man for those statistics. So mm. technically, if Cleary's playing, we probably beat him. Like, you know, it's pretty obvious. 100%. A lot of injuries over the weekend in rugby league football. None more disappointing than dear friend of ours, Christian Welsh, who yeah. seemingly goes down for the entire season with an Achilles injury. Fucking devastating. Like a, a ruptured Achilles or a snapped Achilles or something? I think it needs to be re-sewn, Tom. They need to re-sew it together. They got a like so it's snapped. I don't know if it's snapped or like if it's stretched or if it's like I don't know. I'm I'm not a fucking doctor, and maybe my terminology of re sewing the Achilles is not correct. But it paints the picture for the punter and the dribbler. Mm. If you're getting your Achilles re sewn, you know it's not good. NRL physio, shout out to NRL physio, great page, has him down for like a seven month. Recovery five to seven months could be playing right at the end of the season, but unlikely. Jesus Christ, captaining the club for the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Brandon Smith, the cheese of never takes his punter and dribblers hat off fame. He broke his hand <laughs> as well. He's broken his hand. Yeah, four to six weeks. Um. Which, when you hear that, right, I'm like, six weeks for like a, for a heel to, for a hand to heal, like broken bones to fuse and shit. It's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Well, especially when you think about like, if you've got ligament damage or like, you know, that sort of stuff I think can put you out for like really long times. Like your ACL and shit, right? Well, who did their ACL? Someone did their ACL on the weekend. Gen- oh, yeah, George, George Jennings. George George Jennings did that. Fucking hectic, mate. Not good. No, he's off contract as well with the with the storm. Like, can you imagine that doing your ACL, you're off contract. It's like, hey, sorry, bro. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. Um, there is something that I picked up on the weekend, Tom. Maybe just from a betting perspective. Last season, it was like all about the overs. I'm getting a sense it's all about the unders right now. I tell you what might what my take is on it, Eddie. It's that in the early rounds of the season, you really probably shouldn't even be betting on results or lines or anything. You should just be betting on any times because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Isn't that crazy that in between seasons, so the season for like some clubs ends in late August, others September, two sides, obviously, in October. Um, is that when you come back four months, five months later, it's just, it's a complete fucking reset. Mm. You know? Like, there's not really any form that's carried over, really. Everything we thought we knew, we no longer know. Mate, I was horrific on the weekend. I think I tipped two from eight. Of all my eight rugby league bets, not a single one landed. Not Not one. No. But again, I made, I was 0 5. I was 0 5 from the first 5 games. But again, I made this mistake of not going um of I was I was going margins, I was going fucking results. I was all at sea. Same. And every year I feel like I do this. I go in bullish. I think I know what's up and what's down and what's left and what's right and I don't. And I need to start fucking remembering do. that. Yeah. No, but I don't I remember cuz next year I'll do the same thing. No, but that's what I mean though, right? For the season now you do. It's like this is now 
this is now, you know, your reminder is round one. And then now that you're back, round two, I think we're really going to see a, you know, a big step up in performance from you, you and I, from the podcast generally. Yes, I think so. Because historically we are very good NRL tippers. Correct. You know, 60, 70 units last year each, something like that. I obviously nudged Yeah, it was cause astronomical. Because I, I know a bit more than you, but... Well, if we can, but if we combine our powers, then luck plays a part in in a lot of what happens for you. And I'm prepared to admit it for you if you aren't prepared to admit it yourself. But luck plays parts. We're certainly, you know, we're licking our wounds after a tough first week. But who isn't? Who isn't? Who the fuck isn't? Who had Souths losing to Broncos? No one. Who had Roosters losing to Newcastle? No one. Now, Parramatta beat what? the Titans, but no one Parra. had – Like, that was – They won skin by of their sack, skin though. of their skin ball of their sack. sack. But no one had that. No one predicted that. There was a lot of rumblings, Tom, from a lot of really educated rugby league football minds that the Titans weren't going to score a point, you mm-hmm. know? And there was fucking 60 points or something scored in the game. It was it 32-28? So – How about uh, how about that dude who Gutherino Gutho? That was – did you see that? No, I missed Philip it. Sammy? Philip Sammy bunted off Gutherson and then stood over him and guthoed him. <laughs> Mate, it was Oh, hectic. my God. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah, so was, hectic. That was like Flex City. I mean, they ended up losing, but it was... That's a flex, bro. <laughs> to stand over Gutho and Gutho, Gutho? Yeah. Mate. <coughs> that's only something Gutho would do. You know what I mean? Usually, historically, it's been Gutho that's Guthoed people. But to see Gutho Guthoed... To see Gutho get Guthoed is fucking... I didn't think I'd see the day. I didn't think I'd see the day either. And I still haven't seen the day. But you're telling well, you me you've see seen it. it. But you're telling me you've yeah, seen I it. I saw the day. Yeah, you've I'm seen the day. And sometimes that's good enough for me. If you've seen the day, sometimes... It's as if I've seen the day too, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like you've seen it through my eyes. Yes. Now, does that make sense? You wouldn't get it. Yeah, I mean... We get it. Not everyone get else it. gets Not it. Not everyone gets it. No. That's just the way that goes, though. Um, Raiders fucked me uh, because I had Sharks. That was disappointing. Sharks, disappointing. Could have scored at the end. Um, I thought they dragons did. fucked me. No, I knew dragons would win. Dragons love early round footy, dude. Like they love it. I know, I know, and that's something I need to to learn that you dragons usually you you get on them early because mate they're in the top eight for the first half of the year and then they just fall off a cliff and they'll come twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. You know. Did you watch? Did you watch uh, Cowboys Bulldogs yesterday? I, I um I had it on, yeah. I kept going on my that's, phone. I kept going on my phone. That's, well, yeah, but that's like that's that was wooden spoon rugby league if ever I've seen it. Well, that was basically, you know, I don't know if they play each other again, but it was just it's essentially getting the wood on one another. Whoever came along away with that victory, it was Bulldogs in the end, goes a long way to securing fifteenth place. I think that's how it's gonna chop out. I think the Cowboys mm. win the spoon this year. I had them to win the spoon at the start of the year. The fact that they lost 6-4 to the Bulldogs is exactly what I wanted. It's what we got. And I think it's going to be telling. That was 
bottom two footy. It was bottom two footy. Yeah, it was. It was real bottom. It was bottom spoon bowl shit. Hard to watch. I don't think that anyone was surprised by that. In terms of things you could pick, that game was one you could pick to have that sort of a fucking performance. Yeah. Well, I think the NRL is pretty smart, right? They put together games that I think uh, there's going to be a bit of narrative around, especially round one. Obviously, Penrith play Manly because they're the two biggest clubs at the moment. Like, no one can get enough mm. of Manly. Yep. Um, you know, Roosters played Newcastle because of the Connor Watson, Caelan Ponga thing, and they had the uh, the South versus Broncos because of Adam Reynolds, and then they had the two shittest teams in the comp playing each other. It was like a bit of a spoon bowl thing. So it was it was designed that way. Um, I don't think we needed it to round out the week, but you know, it is what it is. You make do with what you've got. I think that had Saturday 5 five thirty p.m. written all over it. That's where I would have liked to yep. have seen that game play, but that's all right. That's fine. Whatever, whatever. It was, however, just divine to have rugby league back on the screen. Yeah, it was. Would you not agree? It I, was divine. I, well, I tell you what was nice, Tom, just to go back to Saturday afternoon, fucking ripper day in Sydney. Fuck, it was a ripper. The sun was out for the first time in a while, in a while or at least it felt that way. It was like your classic autumn day. Like it wasn't too hot, it wasn't too cold, but the HD light was just bang, pumping. just pumping, bro. And then when you just saw, then when the boys run out, you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like this is so good. I love it. Autumn's so good. And I forget autumn about how- underrated. I forget how good autumn is until autumn arrives and I'm like, fucking oath autumn, you're so good. I love you. You're so good. Autumn, so you know good. what's up. You Autumn gets it. Up. Autumn gets it. Autumn gets it. Autumn gets it. Um, um, I don't know if there's too much else in rugby league, Eddie, from the weekend. Is there anything we're forgetting about? No, I don't think so, mate. But, uh, you know, obviously we shout out KO once more. Thanks for your support, boys. Many thanks to KO. Tom, test cricket. Time to talk a little test cricket, my friend. Mm. Test two, Pakistan. Now, shout out to Usman Khawaja, who scored 160 of 369 seeds. I believe, was it his hometown or where he was born or like where his family's from? I think it was where he was born or where all of his family were born. And he, but he was like, he grew up there or he grew up around there. So this is Karachi or Karacha, Karachi. Karachi, I believe. Karachi. But he was in Pakistan until he was 10. Hectic. Yeah. And there then moved out here. So I should have got on him again for a ton. I knew he was going to get bloody. He's, he's, he's um, stat since he's come back is fucking insane. Double hundreds. Then I think like a 50 maybe. Then two sort of lean scores. And then a 97 and a 100. Like he's 160. Mate, it's fucking. He's, he's, he's ripping. Mate, it's good to see, right? Like. Been out of the side for so long. Obviously, I think that we can all agree that was Justin Langer inflicted. Mm. Comes back and he just goes, you know what, motherfucker? You're going to give me another shot. I'm just going to score so many goddamn runs. That Let no- me plunder. That no one can say a goddamn thing. Now, mm-hmm. that aside, the pitch is potentially going to start breaking up. They're, they're saying it's showing... Bro. They're saying that it's, it's showing some road sign. city. 
I'm just saying what I've been reading, Tom. They're saying that it may... Like, the first test pitch, it was better to bat on on day five. They're saying that may start breaking up. However, let me ask you this. If you're eight for 505 on the, on, at stumps on day two, are you allowing yourself enough time to win the test match? Uh, they only in that they would have to bowl them out twice and I assume get them to follow on. And even if they didn't get them to follow on, they're going to bowl them out. Like they haven't, surely you'd want to bowl a few overs at them on, in the last session on day two, you know? Um, yeah, look, dude, it's basically just been nonstop batting the whole fucking series. So I don't know. I find it to be very difficult watching. I find it to be very difficult watching. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Pat Aussie Pat's thinking, what Skip's thinking, but like, I honestly just have been like, oh, okay. like Kerry got 97. You know what I mean? Everyone's fucking scoring runs. Yeah, exactly. And Kerry's been not that well, good. Well, Kerry's not, he's not a particularly good batter. I think he's he was averaging. Bad. I think he was averaging twenty odd in the test that he's played when he came in coming into this into this test. Yeah, he's not. He's like he, he's not a batsman wicketkeeper. That's for sure. He's no Gilly. Not that he has to be, but I just mean you know ninety seven was seems like it was pretty good. Um, he's not the best keeper. I guess he's got tons in one days and shit. So it's not beyond the realms. It's not like it's completely out of like out of the ordinary. But um. It has just been kind of disappointing from that side of things. I don't know tactically what what uh, Skip is doing. Maybe he's just like, fuck it. You guys are rolling out some really horse shit conditions. We're going to make you just field. We just could make you field for as long as possible. That's what you did to us in the first test. So you're saying that Pat's run an eye over the pitch and going, no one's going to win on this fucking shit thing. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to keep you out in the field for three days as punishment. Yeah. I don't They're hate that from runs. Skip. Yeah, I don't hate that from Skip. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. A bit of a fuck you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that, dude. I think that works. It's something to think about. It's certainly something to think about. Certainly it ain't nothing, to... Eddie. It ain't nothing, mate. It ain't nothing. But it's just another reminder that sometimes these tests, like the test matches that in um, in Abu Dhabi were always pretty fucking vanilla, I thought. And so then when they were going to Pakistan, I'm like, good, this should be, this could be a bit more interesting. Nah. 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 Like, surely there is an obligation to the game of test cricket to make it interesting and in that you provide a pitch that's like almost guaranteed to get a result. Like... Yeah, you would hope so. You would hope that they do that, but that doesn't seem like that's been their play this time. It seems like they're like, we just don't want to lose. Is that what this is? We just want to get two draws. I can't speak for the Pakistan cricket community, board, whatever the fuck you call it. Probably a board, Tom. It's probably some sort of a board, uh, but no. It just, I mean, they're just so bad. Like that first test was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was despicable. Absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. And the fact that it hasn't got any better and we're eight for 505, it stumps on day two. It's like, ugh, God save us. Yeah, I, I, I truthfully have been watching very little of it. Like uh, if something's going on and you sort of check the scores, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, getting close to 100, I'll flick it over. But I'm just like, 
Also, it's hard the work. the run rate of two point eight one and over, it's it's a bit of a yawn. The whole thing would be a yawn, dude. Just ticking over runs for fucking hours and hours and hours and hours. Test cricket's a great product, but it can be utterly disgracefully boring sometimes. And this is just seems like it's one of those things, one of those ones. Imagine being in the field. Just day after day, hour after hour, just the sun beating down on you. Mm-hmm. And you just can't take a wicket. And if you do, it's it's not too much fanfare. And they're going at 2.81 and over. And you're like, are these cunts going to declare? And they don't declare. And then you just got to come out the next day and do it all over again. It would be tough. It would be demol- demoralizing. Did Especially as a bowler. The- and you're like, oh, my God. Did you see the ICC have like changed the rules around man cads? Can you man cad? So I think you always could, but it was deemed unsportsmanly conduct or something. It was uncouth. Um, it's uncouth. Yeah. But now it's like, no, nah, you can just do it. Like it's a rule in the game. So are you suggesting we'll see man cadding? I don't think so necessarily. That's kind of – I'd think it would be scat if we started man-catting. But it's been declassified as like a scat thing to do by the cricket. If we're going to start – if we're going to start ex- like allowing the man-cat, should we start timing people out? Do you know that rule? Is that where you don't – if you don't – got two minutes to get onto the field and if you don't get there in two minutes, then you've been timed out and you're out. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. I mean, any I is that any is that any more ridiculous than a man card? No, but I don't think that you just bring in ridiculous rules because ridiculous rules because other ridiculous rules exist. Like the man card is like I also get it in the sense that if you're taking the piss as like a uh, as a runner, mm. then there has to be something in place for them to be like, yo. But I don't know. Yeah, I know what you like mean. Imagine if you man card to win a test. It's a bit it's a bit like underarm bowling, you know? Don't know what you're talking about. You've no idea? No. Okay. Never heard of the underarm, Tom. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's reasonable. Never heard strike of it. Strike that from the record. I take it back. Yeah, yeah. Strike it from the record. But look, I hope Paddy knows what he's doing. It's disappointing to see that he's not trying to get on with a potential W, but whatever. No. We've got Swepson in there as well. Swepson, well, they played, the, uh, but they played two. Spinner. Well, they played two spinners because they obviously thought that it was going to do a bit this pitch, and it's done fuck all. So, you know, a bit of a waste of time potentially. Well, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does though. As in, from a bowling perspective. Well, we've got a leggy in, bro. No. So, no, I know. You know. Well, I think he and cha- Warney was always Warney was always like you know, right in his ass. In a nice way, but always like give Swepson a go, give Swepson a go. Do you so, reckon he channels you know, his inner warning? You'd hope so. I think he has to. I think he has to. I and it'd he... be great to see him turn it a mile. Love it. Love it. Love it. Is that test cricket time? Um, I would I would hazard a guess, Eddie, and say that that's potentially where we would draw to a close our discussion about test cricket for this week at least. Okay, mate. That sounds like a great idea. A couple of things before we go. You know, we gotta we gotta cover it all here. Whip around. Tom Brady out of retirement. 
Yeah, Spent what? two months retired and now he's out. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw he's that. Back. I'm like, I thought it was a joke. And then I started seeing yeah, it so absolutely right. everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't know when to quit, does he? Bro, someone just spent 500 and I think it was 18 grand on the ball that was his final touchdown pass. I know. Could you imagine? That's like, now you it's almost- now worthless. He should all he should he should pay that guy for the ball. He seriously should. Or 500 grand would maybe- be nothing to fucking Tom Brady. No, but maybe now it makes it like maybe the ball's more valuable somehow. I don't think so. I agree with you, but maybe somehow it is. Yeah, but you're just saying maybe, and I'm saying I don't think so. You know, I don't. Is there a way that we can promise this guy who's been fucked the next one, the last one, that when he does retire, he'll get that one? Maybe. Look, maybe. Don't you think it's funny how people buy that sort of shit? It's really fucking weird, dude. Five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money for something yeah. that I'm like, whatever. It's yeah. a ball that you know. Oh, okay, it was the last one that he ever threw for a touchdown, which is cool. Like, I, it's cool, sure, but it's also like. But also, how do we know? Even, you don't even know for yeah. sure if it is. Yeah, exactly. You can't even prove it. You can't even prove it. Like someone could have swapped that in the fucking back room, and you'd have absolutely no idea. They go, "We'll definitely use it." It's like, yeah, but I don't. <laughs> How do you know? You don't know. But is it? Was there is a camera? It? Was there a camera filming it the entire time afterwards? I don't think so. I definitely don't think so, Ed. I tell you what, I'd be doing if you're the kit man. You'd be like, mate, it's this one, and then you just take the real one. You just take it, and, then and no one would know. Black mark. But then also, how would you? How would you even on sell it? Even if you were the no, you wouldn't sell it. You wouldn't sell it. You just you just have it. Yeah, right. You can't ever make money off it. You just go, whatever. No. That's not the point. The point is this. Well, like, what I'm interested about is it is that, like, like he was still he was still good when he retired. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. like he can't do the damn thing. So I, I understand no. that potentially he's got more to offer. I get that. It's just funny how he's clearly sitting at home in the last two months being like, I need to go back. And his missus and his family were probably like, oh, you know, fuck, dad's going to be around a bit more. And he's like, nah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it was, dude. He got, he got like two months of retired life and went, ooh, well, fuck this. I can't do this. I can't do fuck this. Fuck this. I'm just going to keep playing and my kids around. are old and they've moved out. Yeah, I reckon play till your kids are like 18, 19, they're off to college and then you go, all right. Yeah, I'm done. 23 seasons, mate. This is his 23rd season. It's just absolutely ridiculous. You'd be a bit scared if you were like the uh, the next cab in the rank for like QBs at fucking at Tampa. Yeah. As in, this is my time to shine. You would have been practicing every day. You would have been so pumped. You would have called mum and dad being like, you would never believe it. Like Tom Brady's retired. They've just called me and they've offered me a contract. And like all my dreams have come true. And then Tom goes, then, yeah, nah, bruh. Whoops, sorry. Change my mind. Like, is that a bigger nah bra than the bloke who bought the the last touchdown ball? The bloke well, who depends. thought who, the bloke guy, who thought he was going to be saves some money. Well, like I don't know, maybe he gets cut now. Maybe he doesn't get a contract. You know, I don't know. I don't know, Tom. All that I know is that I'm not surprised Tom Brady's come back. 
He just seems no. like he's got. He doesn't have any quid in him. And if he and in if he was retired, I don't think he'd know what he would what to do with himself. I think he just hates his wife and kids, dude. I think that's what it is. Just hates him. Goes fuck it. I can't be around you, cunts anymore. I can't be around him. Good for him. <laughs> good for him. Keep playing. Good for yeah, you. Really good on you, bro. Good on you, bro. Yeah. Um, the only other one, but I'm guessing just based on your current situation, that you wouldn't have seen Mickey Conlon get knocked the fuck out by uh, God damn it, I can't remember his name. Mickey Conlon's an Irish boxer who, like Conor McGregor, was putting on real hard when the when the guy was sort of coming up. Yeah. Um, and the guy was good. He got all the way to a title fight, was winning the fight against, fuck, what was this guy's name? Liam something. Liam something? And, mate, it was the 12th round, mm. and basically the, guy, the opposition guy needed a knockout to win, and with like a minute to go, he's cracked him, knocked him out, and the guy's fallen out of the ring. Like, it was one of the most brutal goddamn knockouts. But... Fell out of the ring. People. Yeah, bro. He fell back and like out of the ring. Jesus Christ. They were li- they're little guys, so they like slip through the ropes real easy. What sort of state As was he? Opposed to like a big boy who yeah, sort yeah. of like, you know, gets a bit tangled. Yeah, they fall against him and then fall on a heap on the ground. But he slipped yeah. through. Jesus Christ. He slipped through. And what, just a mangled mess on the ground? Yeah, like they were like they were really wigging out about him. But he's fine. Like he woke up and he was all good, like. But it just looked so goddamn brutal. But people in the know are calling it one of the all-time great fights. One of the all-time great fights mm. in the history of the fucking sport. Apparently so. Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to watch it. Is it on design? It's a great question, actually. I was just pounding YouTube. I haven't even looked on design, but it might be. Eddie Hunt. Is Eddie Hearn design? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think he is. But, yeah, he might be. Anyway, worth checking it out. If it is on DAZN, I'm actually going to watch it as well. I'm pretty sure Eddie Hearn is DAZN because I saw an interview once where he was like, listen, I know DAZN's a subscription model and that you know we said pay-per-view is dead, but people like Eddie Al- um, Canelo Alvarez, they're pay-per-view fighters, bro. So get over it. Mm. Get over it, bro. So for that reason, I think he's DAZN. So I might check that out. If it's one of the all-time best fucking fights, Tom, it'd be rude not to, right? Yeah, it would be rude. Righto, Tom, we're going to play a couple of dribbles here, bro. Couple of dribbles, you reckon? Couple of dribbles, mate. Um, fucking why not, eh? G'day, boys. Nick's dad dribbling this week. Heaven's 11 gained two grapes this week unexpectedly. You don't appreciate what you've got till it's gone. Vale, Iron Gloves, RW Marsh, MBE. A truly great cricketer. Keeping to the likes of DK Lilly, J.R. Thompson et al. And handy with the willow as well. Vale, the king of spin. SK Warren, a legend and a larrikin. Gone too soon. What will Fox Cricket do now without his insight and commentary? Ed, maybe time for you to strap on the protector and offer yourself up. Dribbles dried up. Keep up the good work. And may we never forget the legends that were... Nick's dad, almost out. Have a look at uh, Paul Kelly's the, the Shane Warne song on YouTube. Nice, Nick's dad. Nice, 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 nice. Um, did you ever listen to that song? 
Paul Kelly's fucking show. I have, but I actually, funnily enough, have not listened to it since the whole Warney passing. Too emotional. I've forgotten what it's. It's just too much. I actually have stopped. Like, I was consuming shitloads of Warney content, and then I was like, you know what, dude, I gotta stop. There's too much sadness wrapped up in that. Footy's back. I'm trying to distract myself from sadness now. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do. You know, like, do I distract myself from Ukraine? Do I distract myself from Buddy Warney's death? And, the, you know, whatever else is going on in the world so that I don't feel anything. Is that the best way to do it? Now that rugby league's back, I can just plonk myself down and not acknowledge real emotion. Is that the play? Potentially, Tom. I think sometimes you just got to cut yourself off emotionally, put yourself in like an emotionless box yeah. and distract yourself with rugby league highlights and fucking boxing fights and shit. <clears throat> Look, it works. Do you know what I mean? It works. Just sever all ties emotionally and just, you know, plot yeah. along. Plot along, squish it down. Just push it down, down to the recesses of your mind, Tom. Bury it right down deep. Find a little box in there. Once you bury it down, you just lock that box up. Throw away the key. Throw away the key. Turn the t- Well, you might need to jam some more shit in there later, so I'd, I'd keep the key handy but only if you need to put more stuff in it and then just go and distract yourself with rugby league. NRL 360's on. That'll fucking, you can tune out. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nick's dad. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks, Nick's dad. It's the Tyrese Gamble dribbler here. Take uh, your fucking lick. Uh, they're from, uh, above the ladder of Manly. I um, I actually forgot about the fact that we might be taking a couple of licks this week. You know, I actually forgot that might be some of the nature of the dribble. For these kids that haven't seen enough winners, and I don't mean winners, I said winters, um, they don't understand that round one doesn't fucking matter, especially to us. Doesn't matter. That that caller, that dribbler sounded like a boy that hasn't seen enough winters. Yeah. He's a boy, not yet a man. He's a boy. He's a boy who hasn't seen enough winners. As simple as that. So like, yeah, lick me all you want, bro. But you haven't seen enough winners. So only only men and women have seen enough winters. Boys and girls haven't. And that sounded like a boy. Yeah, that was a boy. That was a boy, Tom. As a boy. Tom and Eddie, thank you so much for uh, this week's hoodie, mate. We love it all. This is the Western Sydney dribblery. Love your work. But, uh, nah, not this week, boys. Manly never. Newcastle forever. Get in. Get out. See you later. Goodbye. It's another boy, Tom. Just another boy. He hasn't seen enough winners. Uh, no, but look, he was he did did he I, it cut out a little bit for me there, but it felt like he gave us some 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 nice compliments at the start. He said he loved us and we were his heroes at the start, and then he said go Newcastle. So, so look, he's a boy. <clears throat> Obviously, he's a boy with idols, and as a boy, you have idols. <clears throat> and I'm sure as a girl, you have idols. Boys but and girls boy, have idols. Mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, are we on his wall? Are we posters Actually, on his wall? Sure. Bro, we should release posters for dribblers to put on their walls. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> Hang your heroes 90s, up. 90s, 
90s heartthrob posters. <laughs> what with their shirts off? Yeah, like Hello Sport heartthrobs. Love it. Love it. Listen here, cunts. We've had enough. President Joe Biden is done. We want President Trump. Thoughts? Beer soon. Manly never. Para forever. Look, I don't Jesus really Christ, have a lot, lot, lot of boys on the dribble. A lot of boys. Look, I don't really have a dog in that fight, given that I'm not from no. the US of A. I'll say this. Sleepy Joe, too old for the job. He, way too old. He's way too fucking old. He loses his train of thought constantly. He can't finish sentences properly. It looks like he needs a long, long nap. Joe, too old. Um, I think Trump will get back in. Then I have no it. idea whether he will, but I would be happy to see none of them. But again, I don't think that, and if we can now, we're being forced into it, Eddie, to have a really nuanced political uh, conversation here. Um, they're all pieces of shit. So I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Some just pretend like they're not. Trump kind of owned being a piece of shit. Yeah, he he lent into it, where the others pretend like it. they're not, but they are. Yeah, they pretend like they're not complete pieces of shit when they're actually just as bad. Correct. But Sleepy Joe needs to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Needs a snooze. Hello, uh, just the um, Hunter No Win Dribbler here. Me and the uh, boys are just playing the pogies down at um, Orchard at Chatswood. Um, no wins, obviously. Barley Warnie. I just have a, a question or a, a statement. I'm not sure which one it is because I'm blind. My mate bought a stencil, chicken stencil from the pub. Didn't get any gravy, but they gave him a lemon. Is there such a thing as lemon lube? I disagree. Lemon lube is an absolute crime for the world. Um, Peter Stern, West Tigers, 13 plus. Chinese Year of the Tiger. Talk soon. Punt hard. Look, I don't have a problem if you put lemon on your schnitzel as long as you put gravy on it as well. You can't. You can't have lemon lube, though. Like, a squeeze of lemon is not does not make it lube. No, it doesn't. It's still dry as fuck, bro. Mm. If you're... So no, now, I'm trying to work out that it is friend not ask for it or did his friend not get it? Well... Because they're two different things. I think he, I don't think he asked for it. Like if you don't provide lube, then as an establishment, you should probably have whatever license that you require to, to serve food like revoked. I think but if this man didn't ask for lube, then he's a sick fuck. I don't think he's asked for lube, Tom. It's, it's, it's twofold. I think that the venue should say, what gravy do you want with that? Right? They should ask you. But also, if you're not asked, you should ask yourself. And now neither of that's been done. Now, if he's walked that out even further and said, listen, I don't need gravy because I've got lemon lube, then he needs to get the fuck out because yeah. that's disgraceful. Put on a watch list. He should be put on a no-fly list, bro. Because he is a, well, he's a threat to national security, you know? Mm. Simple as that. Mm. Um, if that is you, bro, you need to seek help immediately because yep. you make me sick. 
let me just say, it's a, a long time listener, first time dribbler. I'd like to call myself the uh, Omo Never, Red Mitsubishi's Forever dribbler. I just want to say shout out to dog shit days and just listen to and say, like, if if you look at Dave and think that he's skipped lines, look at, you, look at yourself and think, when would I trade my position to skip a line? But anyway, uh, Manly, Manly will still win the comp. I'm not a Manly fan, but they look sharp. Uh, I just wanted to call up and say that uh, when have you ever seen uh, Matthew McConaughey as a bad lawyer? Like, let's be honest, he's just probably one of the better lawyers you've ever seen in a movie. Um, I'm talking uh, Lincoln Lawyer. I'm talking Any Time to Die, if you've ever seen it. It's a throwback. Matthew McConaughey, obviously a hard a heart throb, not a hard ache, it's a hard throb. And um, they refused to get his shirt off in the 98 Classic. But um, as soon as he gets <laughs> through his work in the early 2000s, the shirt's off, baby, and I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. He's got a rigged adisal. And uh, I just think, like, boys, let's lay up on dog. Let's lay up on D all day. If, um, you know, if he skips a line, like, who gives a fuck? He's um he's obviously a short man, but not short on stature or quality. He's quite a he's quite a good boy, Eddie. Eddie, really good looking bloke. Tom, he's alright too. But Eddie, whew, Jesus, you set your watch to him. But anyway, hope this gets through and uh, farewell. I was I feel like I just got some collateral drive-by damage there. He was a bit all over the place, that dribbler. Yeah. Like, he was sort of... I don't know exactly. That's probably the only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about it is that obviously he was disrespectful to me. But it was a waffling, meandering, sort of hard to follow. But there was some good stuff in there. There was some good really stuff good in stuff. there, you know? The Lincoln lawyer, fucking Matthew McConaughey was a lawyer thing was pretty good. Obviously, I enjoyed the compliments. He didn't not compliment you, Tom. He said, you're all right. No, I know. I think it was the long pause before he said I was all right that probably hurt the most, just in the sense that I think he almost just felt like he needed to mention me to be nice. Yeah, but sure. He, really didn't, he didn't feel, he didn't believe what he was saying. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it hurt. Yeah. Again, that fucking dribble meandered. That really meandered. Um, running out of path... COVID getting, the better of, COVID getting the better of me. We've got one more. COVID getting the better of me. Thomas, Eduardo, Eduardo and Thomas. Uh, it's a law student dribble here, but this dribble has nothing to do with the law. Uh, I've been on TikTok recently, boys, and uh, I've seen this trend that's coming up, this, this, this question that keeps getting posed to everyone. Um, do you think there's more doors than wheels in the world? Or do you think there's more wheels than doors in the world? I'd fucking love to hear your opinions, boys, as would uh, a lot of other punters and dribbles out there, I'm sure. Uh, Manly 13 plus soon. Roosters never because they're a bunch of shit cunts. And I'm going to hang up. See you later. I'll let you start, Tom, because I've got to plug my laptop in, otherwise we'll lose the entire podcast. Thank you so much, Edward. Plug that thing in ASAP. If we lose it, then that will be what we would describe as a waking fucking nightmare. Um... I did see this question asked on the internet uh, last week, maybe. So apologies if we're treading over some old ground. Things move quick in the internet business. Uh, 
I'm just going to say Doors. I don't know why. I'm sure there are a lot of wheels too, but I guess I'm just thinking that in any house, you probably got like seven or eight of the fuckers. So you could also say that in any household, you may have two cars in which you've got eight, nine doors, 10 doors. So, I mean, it's up to you really, but I'm going to go with doors. Um, there is a lot of doors in a house. There's more doors in a house than wheels. And would you say like, well, is it like door? Oh, it's exactly. Doors to a cupboard. Are they still doors? Yeah, they are. They are. There's doors to cupboards. There's doors to fucking cars. There's doors to everything. But then you've got like, you've got like little hot, hot wheels, cars and shit. Lego cars. They don't have doors, but they've got wheels. Trains have wheels. Trains do have wheels. Trains also have doors. So. Look, I don't fucking know. Put it that way. Tom said doors, so I'll say wheels. Hopefully hopefully one of us is right. Yeah, I don't know if there's any way. I do kind of find the question, and not that this dribbler is asked, like just generally a dumb fucking question. Yeah. It's just dumb internet shit, dude. Yeah. Just dumb internet shit. Uh, that's us. That's us. Yeah, I think that's us, buddy. I think that's us. It's 100% us. It's 100% us. Well well done to you to, for just being a little fucking trooper. If the punter and the dribbler don't think that I'll go the big lift for them, then what do you call this? What do you call this? Day one fucking hurt like a... Took me an hour and a half to figure out that my laptop wasn't working, so... We couldn't record the podcast for the longest time. And then when we did get it working, Zoom wasn't working. And then we got Zoom working. And now I'm here trucking nut and I'm I'm running out of path in a big way. Mm. In a big way. Well, let's let's say goodbye to them, Eddie. They'll see me on Wednesday with Bloke in a Bar and with About Even. They won't, I would assume, be hearing from you until Thursday. They will hear from me again. They will know hear that. from me again. Know that. Know that. All right, bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.